Good morning and welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. Hope, hope you're having a good week. And uh, got three quick announcements and then we'll kick off this week's show. So first one, if you guys aren't paying attention, apparently there's a grow ruck in about two weeks in St. Louis and those guys are setting the records. And if you're hearing a dog barking in the background, that one's mine. So, but uh, the guys in St. Louis, just a special shout out to them. Uh, and then the guys in Metro and California, you better get after it because I think um, I think the guys in St. Louis are inspired. It looks like their number is going to be record-setting. Next thing, uh, we, before we hit record, we were joking about it. Went and worked out with Slaughter in the rain this morning. Getting lots of feedback on the uh, financial review that Slaughter did last week. If you haven't went and uh, listened to that episode and brought up that document, please go do that. Uh, a lot of men put a lot of time into that, but it's a very professional-looking uh, financial review. Make sure you go take a look at that as part of, as an S3 man. If we're, this is something that we're going to get in the cadence of doing, you want to know those numbers and kind of uh, see where the money goes and how it works. So last thing on my list is had another great week uh, in Jacksonville, a bunch of solid guys down there. Uh, I want to make sure we reference this. If there's somebody coming to – the guys in Jacksonville hosted me great. If somebody's coming to your region and visiting um, – Jacksonville does it right. They hosted me. They told me where to go. They helped me get to the next workout. Um, be that kind of leader and, uh, you know, take care of the guys that are visiting you. And if you're on vacation, make sure you post somewhere. So those are all the announcements for this week. We're going to get into, uh, we're going to get into it now, and we got the guys from Speed for Need on. And so let's start with the easy stuff first. Don Ho, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? So this question's always weird for me, but so I was out running early in the morning a couple days a week almost seven years ago when my M started actually forwarding me an email blast from our church, Lake Forest, with information about this uh, men's workout group, F3. Uh, it only took me about six months of her forwarding those emails and then um, her telling me that she was going to stop forwarding them if I didn't actually check it out and post. Uh, and so, I, like I said, I posted for the first time almost seven years ago, December 2014, to a Callahan queue at Arnie's Army and haven't looked back since. So a um, couple things I'm going to shout out right there. First, the kind of guy who would just continue to send out the emails uh, to his church group. So shout out to those guys. And then a special Contra. Friday shout out it to was, your – Yep. Yep. Yeah, and a pretty special sure shout out to Contra who is doing that. Yep. Yeah, so shout-out to him, and then a special shout-out, a Friday shout-out to your wife, uh, your M, who uh, knew what you needed long before you knew what you needed. So special shout-out to her. So That's typically the case. All right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stabby, who eh you? How long have you been doing F3? Yeah, so it's been uh, nearly 10 years. Uh, it was Titan, Lee McNear. Uh, who uh, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. He did too. I don't know him that well. We met him at a Christmas party and we're connecting. And uh, this is, I think it was like a Friday night Christmas party and there was a Saturday morning workout. And it was just when F3 was 1AO uh, in Eastover, Charlotte, and uh, talked about it and thought like it was an interesting idea. And, um, you know, despite the, the previous night's festivities, uh, woke up that morning on time and, and went out and uh, enjoyed it. 
uh, I didn't enjoy the name I got, and I can't really explain why I got it, other than uh, I was told if I tried to change it, it was gonna get it was gonna get worse. So uh, scabby it was, scabby it is, and here I here I am. <laughs> and um, scabby, I'm just gonna tell you, every time I hear your name, I'm always like, there's got to be a better story, but it's one of those ones where somebody shouted it out and it stuck, and. Uh, yeah. So when you're in COT, I don't know why. So when you're in, yeah, when you're in COT and you're shouting out weird random crap, he's going to be the guy who shows up for the next ten years with that random name. So uh, be well, careful and, when you scream and out. There, exactly, and and I might finish. I might say, you know, Rick Gam Scabby Age, and I might say Rick Gam Scabby. I don't know why. <laughs> sort of the, the suffix to my name. <laughs> Love it. End all debate. Uh, yeah, that's great. And then, uh, so uh, Friday, shout out to Titan. And it uh, sounded like he, he knew what you needed long before you knew what you needed. So, um, yeah, he collapsed to those guys, uh, both uh, Titan and uh, M for getting you out. That's, uh, those are both good BH stories. So uh, before we start into this, I want to say it's almost four years exactly to when um, Tolkien was on because he, uh, very similar to the, if you haven't listened to the episode with Titan uh, and Core Wrestling, Four years ago, there was an episode with Tolkien and Speed for Need. And I, to me, it's one of these ones where F3 does all these different things to men. Um, but when, you guy, when guys get on fire for something, it is just super cool to watch. And I want to say that was four years ago. So I don't know which one of you want to set the table. But why don't you guys set the table? And what, let's go from kind of the ground zero of what Speed for Need is and kind of give us a little bit of history and um, – if you're a listener, sit back and take a listen because this is a great story. So who wants to take it from here? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can start off with it. It's Rick Scabby. Um, so first, thanks for inviting us to the roundtable. Uh, you mentioned four years ago, Tolkien was on. And I think about 18 months ago, I was on with Will Farr Nash uh, posting on the roundtable just to discuss, you know, the, the rapid expansion that Speed for Need has, has made over the last four years. Uh, unfortunately, um, we've really been in hibernation since COVID took hold. Uh, so over the past 18 months, um, there hasn't been a lot of activity. As you can imagine, we, um, or, or, or as, as many of you know, we work with people with a lot of special needs who have, are medically fragile, and uh, COVID has obviously been particularly challenging for, for that uh, population. However, we are back. Uh, and this is a great opportunity. As you said, it's been four, year, four years since we launched, July 4th, so it's timely that we're speaking with you now. Um, Don Ho is going to talk about some upcoming races uh, that we actually have, you know, hard in hard, we're on the calendar that are going to happen very soon. Um, so, yes, Feed for Deep launched on July 4th, 2017 at the American Four Miler in Charlotte. Uh, it was the, I would say, the brainchild of, of, of Will Farr, Nash, and Kevin Young, Tolkien, who had this vision to create a group that uh, our mission is to, to raise awareness and foster inclusion of those with a special need, whatever it may be. I say we're special needs agnostic. It could be something, a neurological or a physical disability. It could be um, a disabled person. Uh, we're we're agnostic to the special need, um, but we ha- we like to help people participate in fitness events supported by the men of F3 Nation. F3 has been uh, integral to 
the foundation and you know, the continued success of, of Speech for Need. Uh, as far as just general statistics, we've, <clears throat> we've participated in about 85 races. Uh, we have pushed nearly or over 300 track commanders. Track commanders are what we call our riders. And we have operated in five states. I, I, if I get it right, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, and D.C. Um, and I would say we've we've worked. There have been at least a thousand F3 packs who have uh, posted at, at uh, Speed for Need events. It's hard. It's hard to keep count of all the F3 men who come out uh, and support. Uh, but it continues to grow pre-COVID at least. We, we were growing and growing. We started out with one chair uh, at the, the four-miler in 2017. We now have nine chairs. We have two trailers, and we are definitely, um, we'll talk about it later, but we're, you know, expansion is, is top of mind, and there's a lot of demand uh, for us to you know, continue to expand, and sort of like F3. Um, if you build it, people will come, and it catches fire. Uh, and it's been great to to be part of it and um, help build this this important important group. Yeah, and so I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in there. Couple things. If you're a listener, um, I guess Hoyt, these are Hoyt Racing Chairs. Is that the? I, I want to say that's the brand name, right? Um, yeah. Just a, yeah. A quick sidebar on that. So Rick and Dick Hoyt yeah. were a father and son team. Uh, you're right. So they, uh, Dick Hoyt pushed his son Rick for like 30 years, and, and uh, sadly he passed a few months ago. Um, but yes, is the short answer. And and we, I guess I would say, um, gleaned a lot of inspiration from what they do. Um, and we, the chairs we have are, are are Hoyt chairs, quote unquote. Copy that. And so um, the other thing that he was very humble in saying is. Um, you just don't show up at an event and then run as fast as you can push one of these chairs. These guys have been very um, deliberate in the way they've trained. Um, you know, the F3 men that push the chairs, uh, the groups, uh, you just don't go and they work with the people that are going to be pushed so they understand what uh, what it all entails, and then they work with the, with the teams of um, men pushing it. And so I – I just want to I want to make sure you guys get that out there because I know there's a lot of work behind the scenes. When you show up, the guys show up for race day, and it's a you know an hour long event. Nobody understands how much work you guys have done in the backside, and it's so to me that's one of the most impressive things about your organization is just all this work you guys are doing behind the scenes, making sure that these are safe events. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll hand that back to you if you want to add anything on that. Yeah, th- that's a very good point. Look, we the we have five. I would say core principles besides our, our mission to foster inclusion and raise awareness of special needs through participation in, in uh, fitness events supported by the men of F3 Nation. Uh, we absolutely, um, for one, participation is always free of charge, kind of like uh, kind of like F3 um, for the track commanders. Um, we all of the track commanders are 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 fitted. Uh, they're they're met by experienced F3 nation guys like me and Don Ho and and people who have participated and who are I would say trained uh, in how to be safe. Um, there's there's a lot that goes into the planning and the logistics uh, of these races. Uh, the chairs are these adaptive racing wheelchairs are um, 
obviously built for uh, the types of events we're doing. Um, they have had, they may have head restraints. They may have um, their you know four point harnesses, uh, their padded chairs, etc. So they can um, they can accommodate a, a, a wide variety of special needs, a wide variety of disabilities. Um, and yeah, we. The idea is not just to race and to win the race. The primary, the driver of the race is, is trained, is responsible, is uh, you know been approved, if you will, by the the leadership of Speech for Need, um, and it really is a symbiotic relationship between the driver and the track commander. And I, I find that uh, if you come out and do this, you'll the, the connection is is, is pretty immediate. Um, to be, there's a lot of guys I know uh, who don't have a personal connection with with a, a special needs community, but uh, come out and and push and instantly want to get want to do more, or are inspired to come out and do more speed for need events, or uh, become more involved um, with a with an at need or at risk special needs community um, within their local community. So it's it's pretty it's pretty um, it's pretty great to see that to, to see men. Uh, get inspired to, you know, do more and and serve, be servant leaders, and, and do a lot of the things that um, that I think we we all aspire to be, and, and F3 helps us to do. Hey, and yeah, let yeah. me jump in right there, C-SPAN, because yeah, I think it's it. important to note we're we're a hundred percent volunteer led, and it's not just mm-hmm. the you know four or five guys that are on the board. Um, you know, our our workforce, our resources comes from the past. I mean, that, that piece in our mission about supported by F3 is really important to us. And, and it's because of, you know, I could go on and list a, a huge number of F3 packs out there that are doing that behind-the-scenes work, either on race day or, more importantly, between races, right, to connect packs to track commanders, connect packs to the race directors, or just, you know, sheer logistics of getting these chairs, you know, to and from the races. So, a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Yeah, and I, um, I, you know, I can think about, you know, I, I was going through the four-year history, and I was thinking about the couple of calls you guys have been on, but I still have this, like, burnt-in image of um, the half marathon in Charlotte and the, the veterans group from mm-hmm. Rock Hill. Um, and then the, I mean, all those, First of all, those guys were flying. You talk about a fast group, but those that group of vets, they wanted to win the race. And uh, they have three guys pushing. I, I know there's some really cool pictures of Ponytail and Apache and a bunch of those guys, but picture of Dredd pushing that guy and the pure joy on Dredd's face and the pure joy on the guys getting pushed face. And I don't remember his name right now. I apologize. Um, but the pure joy on both their faces while they're zooming through that race is, um, you know, if I could if I could take the listener and show you that picture, that is why they're doing what they're, you know, that's what Speed for Need is all about is that connection. So, I um, I don't know. I feel like I, I got to hand it back to you guys because now we got to well, start telling. I, I, let me. I know yeah. we can we can <laughs> share lots of stories. I'll I'll share one quick one as well. Um, remember, uh, one of the first races I ran in was the Sarcoma Stomp. Um, a, a few years ago, I can't remember when it was, uh, and pushed a um, cancer survivor uh, who, who had sarcoma, who had a significant portion of her 
quad or hamstring, a big big muscle in her leg and that was removed due to sarcoma. And so she could walk with a lot of difficulty though. She had been um she'd been going to this event for years. But we're pushing her and, you know, a mile into it, I'm kind of just talking to her uh, conversationally. And she said, you know, this is great. This is the first time I've been able to participate in this event. And I, you know, it just kind of struck me. This is her, like, this is a sarcoma fundraiser for, for sarcoma um, survivors and sarcoma patients and everything related to that. And she'd never been able to participate in the event. And now she's running in this, running in this thing, surrounded by uh, her family and friends running with us. Uh, and we were able to facilitate that. Um, certainly it wasn't about us. It was about her. And we had the ability to um, help her participate in, in something she otherwise wouldn't be able to, like those veterans, like, like most of the events we do. And it, it, the sense of inclusion, I think, that, w- that I've seen through um, helping people participate in these events is, is really, um, I don't know, it's intangible and it's, 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 it's a great thing to be able to, to be part of. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sorry, because I've I got to jump in here. One more. I, got, I have all these Im- images that are burned into my head. Vuvuzela, um, another guy pushing his son. Nash mm. pushing his son. These are images that are burnt into my mind where, um, you know, a father that uh, could never run a race with his son, but with, through, the, through this program is able to do it. Um, just so cool. More images that are kind of like birds into my mind of, of memories of just the good work you guys are doing. I guess what I need to hand it back to you. And so, but yeah, yeah, go for it, Bryce. You got it. So I, I just want to tag onto that because I, I think what you said is important. I don't know any packs that attend and push a speed for need race that don't have those images burnt into their mind. And it's not necessarily from looking at photos like that, that iconic image of dread pushing. I think it was Frank. Um, in the the marathon, um, every race I've run, I have those images from the race, right, mm-hmm. of, of the, the track commander's face and that, you know, ear-to-ear grin they've got, hands up in the air. We had boys at the Huntersville, um, the holiday 5K up here, that it's a night race. And so the opposite side of the street, you would have cars coming at you with their, their headlights on. And every time there was a car coming on the opposite side of the street, these little boys would yell, charge, going down the street. I mean, you you get those images built in on every single one of these races. And that's what's awesome. That's that symbiotic relationship that that Scabby touched on um, that's so important uh, in these races for both the riders and the guys pushing. Yeah. Well, I, I, I feel like I, I kind of sidetracked our conversation because I have these images, and, it, and if you haven't been in an event with, with these guys or pushed, um, you need to get involved. And so I guess maybe I should hand it back to you guys, and you can start talking about 2021 because I know you guys are restarting. Um, I, I need to hand it back to you, and we can go from there. So before we jump into the plan for 2021, I, I did want to take just a moment, C-SPAN, on how to get involved with Speed for Need because – we get that question a lot, not only from, you know, current F3 packs, but we get it from men and women that are not affiliated with F3 or FIA yet. Uh, and, and for us, it, it usually starts there. And, and we first kind of direct them to F3 and to a degree FIA. Um, and I just want to restate the mission of Speed for Need. It's to raise awareness and foster inclusion of those with a special need through participation in fitness events 
supported by the men of F3 Nation. And we touched on how important that last part is because Speed for Need is really different from other organizations that push people with a special need as we are doing it largely under the leadership and through the support of F3. And so that's the perfect place to start. Just as F3 starts with posting at an F3 workout, participation in Speed for Need typically starts by attending an event where Speed for Need is pushing. It's the perfect opportunity to run with the pack, learn to push a Speed for Need racing wheelchair safely, which is very important, <laughs> as we've touched mm -hmm. on. But most importantly, it's to start engaging with our track commanders or our riders and learning about the causes with which we support. And that engagement, it's not always natural. You know, for guys like Scabby, who are very in tune with that community, I think it is very organic and natural. Um, but, but for folks that maybe haven't engaged a lot uh, with, with folks in the special needs community, that's not natural. And, and so it's good to attend a race and, and kind of take part in that um, really prior to leading. Um, but from there, mm -hmm. PACs will generally follow a similar progression as F3. As you get more comfortable leading at F3 and you're driven to lead in your community, you're going to be ready to lead at a Speed for Need event. And that progression generally comes after, like I said, pushing at a couple races, just as queuing generally follows, right, posting at several workouts. But this is where Speed for Need differs from other organizations. Um, our most important need typically is not financial. It's not always finding men and women to run, push, and cheer on track commanders, uh, you know, to volunteer their time. Although both of those are really important, generally our most important need is connecting with new potential riders. It's the people we serve, those people with a special need with which we have not yet connected and gotten involved in, in Speed for Need. And as I said, sometimes that process is, is easy and natural, and other times it takes a great deal of effort. And, and one good example is an upcoming race that we have this weekend, which kind of kicks off that, you know, what's your plan for 2021? Um, we're running the red, white, and blue 7.4-miler up here in Huntersville. So this is an F3 isotope, which is in the Lake Norman area. And the race director, which we've run uh, in his events previously, reached out to us to inquire, you know, a couple months ago if Speed for Need was interested in participating. And, of course, my first reaction is, well, are we going to have people to ride? Are we going to have track commanders? See, this process should really start with the rider, not the race. And it was at this point, uh, as I started to dig a little bit more with this race director, that he informed me, that this race was supporting um, an organization that's close to a lot of F3ers, Heart, uh, Purple Heart Homes. And my first thought is, well, this is perfect. You know, we have several packs that are well-connected with Purple Heart Homes, and so that was my first outreach was to some members of the packs that are involved with that organization. And from there, it was easy. Um, Fenway, just a shout-out to him, uh, who's a him in, in every way. He supports Speed for Need almost endlessly, and Purple Heart Homes on a regular basis, he found it easy to find and connect us with two vets, uh, Richard and Bill, who were eager to jump in and ride with us. Uh, from there, I took it back to the race director to confirm race details, did some general marketing in our region to get PACs interested in, in running with us, in pushing and cheering us on. 
But it all goes back to kind of starting with the track commander or the rider and, um, and those organizations with which we support. And in this case, that was Richard and Bill and Purple Heart Homes. And I do want to take just a moment there since Speed for Need is largely about raising awareness. If you don't know about Purple Heart Homes, go to their website, purplehearthomesusa.org. And if you feel led, please donate to these guys. Um, there's a lot of F Greers that are involved, um, both organizationally with Purple Heart Homes. I'll, I'll drop F3 Chap, um, but also Gnarly Goat, well involved with them. Um, it's a fantastic group, and it's one that's on the hearts of, of a lot of F3 packs. Um, so go out and support those guys. Um, and I'll just stop there, C-SPAN, um, to kind of lead us into what our plan is for 2021. Um, did, did you have any questions about kind of how to get in speed for need, or do you think that was a, a good kind of wrap-up no. of how guys yeah, I think, I think Yeah, and I, I think, um, you know, I, a couple things. Let me make two points there. One, I love that you guys find the person riding the chair and then find the event and then find the guys to do it. I love that. And then I also love the best way to get involved with uh, speed for need is start posting and then start hanging out and get involved with speed for need. If you, you know, if this is something that really inspires you, if you haven't done it, I, I'm going to tell you, you'll be inspired. Just being around, um, go to a race and just observe you'll get inspired. And I, I can't, I can't emphasize that alone is once you're around these group of people, um, one more side image, the breast cancer awareness one. Um, I want to say that mm -hmm. was two years ago or three years ago, because I was still here. So it was maybe three years ago, four years ago. Um, that's another one that's burnt into my mind, that, that group of ladies that wrote. Um, just another, another image that's burnt into my mind where, um, just so many, so many people that are impacted um, by breast cancer and just seeing how cool it was for them to be back involved in the race. So mm -hmm. I'm going to hand it back to you. I think you did a great summary there. I, I just can't emphasize enough to the guys, just get involved. Just go to the races just when they, when just volunteer to help. So I'll hand it back to you. Awesome. Thanks, Eastman. So that leads us to the plan for, for the rest of this year. And for us, it's simple. It's let's get back to racing. Um, the rest yeah. of 2021 is, it's really about reengaging with our riders, our track commanders, you know, Scabby touched on the fact that, um, a lot of these folks were really, um, affected by COVID and, and there's a, there's a hesitation, I think, um, on some of their parts, right. To, to get involved again. So it's really about reengaging with the needs of our riders and, and what their interest is, um, to finding good opportunities for them to jump back in. That actually started kind of a soft launch uh, back in May. Uh, we did push a couple riders down at the Get in the Pink, uh, I think in South Carolina. Uh, but, but really our, our formal kind of relaunch uh, this year um, is, is right where we started back in 2017. So we're pushing this weekend uh, on July 4th at the Red, White, and Blue 7.4-miler up here in Huntersville, North Carolina, um, Now's the time to start firing it back up. Uh, we want to get the speed for need engine going so that by the time we hit 2022, we're really firing on all cylinders. Um, we absolutely expect to run a full race calendar starting in March 2022 in kind of our established regions. 
Um, and as Scabby touched on briefly, even hope to expand beyond that to other locations next year. Um, but for the rest of this year, uh, we'll run this weekend. We already have, I would say, kind of a handful of events that um, we have event queues set up, and they're now looking for riders, uh, connecting with race directors. But we expect, you know, packs as, as this, you know, falls heavy on their hearts and they start realizing, oh, I've got a potential rider here or there, that we're going to have other races pop up for this fall. So as guys are led, please reach out to us because we'd love to get more events on the calendar for 2021 um, if there's opportunities to, to push riders that are interested in, in riding with speed for need. Um, I'll kind of stop there. Uh, I, know, I know we want to touch on a little bit about expansion for 2022. Um, Scabby, anything to add kind of on the, the, the rest of the race calendar for 2021? Uh, no, just I amplify the, the fact that what you just said, if, if um, I would, if this is a call to PACS uh, at F3 Nation to reach out to us uh, to the extent that there are races or opportunities for speeds for need to be, um, you know, a part, helpful to be, to be, to amplify somebody else's cause, whatever it may be. Um, you can find us through, through the website. Um, there's ways to, you know, contact us click on a contact us and find us and uh, that'll get to us and we'll, we'll figure out a way hopefully to, to, um, you know, to be part of whatever event it may be. I, I have to plug Don Ho has done uh, a great job of re um, what, what's the word like improving our website. Uh, it looks pretty flashy. It's, it's, it's really nice now. Uh, not that it wasn't before, uh, but I would encourage you to take a look at speakforneed.org. Uh, it, um, the website's been new and improved, uh, and those are, that's the, probably the easiest way to get a hold of us is through that. Yeah, and I'll just second that. We did do a refresh. It, it, hopefully it's, it's easy and, and simple to find the information you need and, and also, like Scabby said, to, to have some outreach um, to our leadership so that we can get you connected and, and make sure you're comfortable in running, pushing, and, and leading uh, in Speed for Need events. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick reset right there because if you're a listener and you've gotten to this point, uh, we've probably stirred your heart up in a bunch of different ways. One, um, if you're an F3 guy and you just want to get involved, uh, contact them there. If you're, a, if you're an F3 region that uh, hasn't hosted Speed for Need yet and you want to get involved with, or get the chairs out to your region, uh, prior to COVID, this was the, the plan was that they were, you know, their expansion was going to uh, go beyond the Carolinas area um, or the Mid-Atlantic area. And so contact them. Um, you know, they've got trailers. They can, uh, they can transport these chairs and, and they can help, you know, get that on the schedule also. The other thing, if, if you're somebody that works with a different organization that um, can partner with Speed for Need and you have people that, uh, you know, to me this whole partnership thing, you know, we, we talked about a few. We had talked about a veterans one. We talked about breast cancer awareness. Um, if you work with another organization and you feel like the, the partnership with Speed for Need could really, um, you know, um, impact both organizations. Um, because I, I still think there is some synergy when you get the Speed for Need guys and, you know, the, 
the image in my mind right now is the veterans one or the speed or the breast cancer survivor one, um, you know, the red, white, and blue one. I, I can think of a lot of images that are in my mind just from um, that partnership. A lot of times it, it invigorates both Speed for Need and the other charity. So uh, make sure you hit the website up and if you know of another organization that's partnering with Speed for Need. At that let point, me, yeah, I guess let me jump, need to, let me jump. Yeah, I'm going to hand it back Sorry, to one me, of me, you. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you got it. Take it. Uh, well, yeah. So, look, that's a that's an important point. Um, there are a lot of like-minded organizations out there um, where with whom we can collaborate and be uh, force multiplier or amplify other causes or or collaborate synergy. All these words. Um, just the, just last weekend, I was involved. So, Achilles International. Some of you guys may know. This is a, a group uh, out of New York City that. Um, their their mission is is a lot like ours. It's to uh, help people participate in uh, usually marathons, visually impaired. Uh, but they also have something called the Freedom Team, which is uh, like wounded veterans who are doing um, hand cycles or, or push rim wheelchairs. They launched a 650 mile relay from Charlotte to New York City uh, last weekend. Uh, and I'm thinking about these guys, these adaptive sports groups. Um, we absolutely have the, there's a pretty big Venn diagram over what they do and what we do. Um, so to the extent we have the opportunities to collaborate with like-minded groups, um, and you know F3 Nation, I'm sure there's a lot of touch points there. So there's absolutely um, opportunities to be, you know, to 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 do, to do that. Um, there is uh, to touch on 2022 and expansion. There really is has been an acute demand for expansion. Uh, Gypsy John Bowles uh, is our uh, on the board, and he is front and center on the expansion plans. Um, kind of like F3, like Leap, like where the the expansion has to come from the grassroots. Um, there has to be local leadership, and I, I would say a, a connection to a special needs community or communities. Um, as Don Ho touched earlier, like this is not something that um, just kind of happens. We don't just show up at races with chairs and run, and it doesn't happen on its own. There's a, you know, there's a fair bit of work to go behind the scenes that nobody sees, uh, and we're you need to have sustained leadership and commitment to the mission of Speed for Need. Um, not unlike F3, like you have to have people who are gonna. It, it has. To, it doesn't happen on its own. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, so we are looking for people, like-minded guys, who we can transfer knowledge to. We can. Uh, there's been a lot of experience learned over the last four years. Um, in administrative stuff, you know, whether it's insurance or legal or administrative, uh, logistics planning, um, dealing with race directors. I can go down the whole list. Um, but we are. We're definitely. Um, I would say ready and willing to to do that knowledge transfer and to um, expand F, uh, speech for need into into areas where there there is that that local uh, demand um, to do it. So um, without putting listing names of places, uh, that, that's just sort of the general platitude of 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 where our posture, um, which is to say there there's again there's a need and there's a um, there's demand and there's, I'd say, a, a willingness to expand speed for need um, to other regions. Well, and I'm, uh, let me tell you, we're getting on top of our time. I feel like we should, 
let, let me start. I want to just say, half of the nation, thank you guys for what you do. I know, uh, you know, we talked about the images and helping people, but uh, I know there's a lot of work behind the scenes that makes all this stuff happen. And so on behalf of the nation, this partnership has been phenomenal. And so, um, you know, thank you for that. And I'll, I guess maybe, um, Don Ho, why don't you go first? And you kind of maybe, if there's anything we didn't cover and then any, um, any last remarks you want to make, why don't we start with you, Don Ho? I'd say the most important thing is just do something in your community. You know, F3 guys, we are, we are, um, we're all in this, right, to lead. We're all in this to have a positive impact on somebody else. And, and the best way to do that is to find somebody outside of F3 after you're comfortable leading inside of F3. And so whether it's with your family or at work or at home with or outside of your home, right, with an organization like Speed for Need, go lead. Go take the principles of F3 and do it out in the community. We hope you'll do it with us. And, and we're happy to kind of hold your hand and, and help you get there. Um, if that's in an established Speed for Need region, great. Let's get some track commanders connected and let's get them racing again. If it's not, mm -hmm. if it's in another region, reach out to us. You know, the most important thing is that you have a heart for this and that you're motivated, right, to lead in this capacity. We can, we can help you get there with some of those logistics and, and some of the other items that Scabby touched on. And, and we want to do that. We want to expand outside of established regions. But most important thing is that, is that you do something that, that you love and, and that leads you to, to leading and, and supporting your community. Amen, brother. Scabby, uh, last words, final thoughts, anything we missed? Yeah, I had a similar message. Uh, in servant leadership is what, what I wrote down. Um, and it's, it, you know, we, I am third. Uh, the, the, that principle is, is certainly alive and well in F3. Um, clearly this, come out and do something with Speech for Need, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that you'll be, you'll be inspired to come back or you'll be inspired to do more to, 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 to serve your, in your local community. Um, and we all, I think, have have that somewhere in our heart, and we we are fortunate to have the ability to do to do more to to be better men. Um, uh, and there's clearly symbiotic relationship between the F3 principles and the Speed for Need principles on that. Um, you know, we're coming out at the other end of COVID now. Uh, I think everyone has a lot of pent up demand to to get out to to press personal connections and, and be um, more visible in the community and all that. So we are certainly eager to be a part of it, um, and we certainly hope to see you guys out at the, the next Speed for Need event. I tell you both, thanks for being a guest for the roundtable. Awesome to talk to both of you guys today, and uh, congratulations on uh, firing everything back up, because I know that's uh, I know that's all, you know, as we talk about getting back out and things getting to normal, getting to see those chairs at the races again and getting to have races again. Um, just mm -hmm. an awesome, awesome thing to look forward to. So, guys, uh, have a uh, great rest of your day. Everybody else, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Awesome. Thanks, you, Spence. Thanks, guys. Thank you.